Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Upper Tier Podcast on YouTube, the show that we bring you each and every day. Audio version show are available on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music now. If you'd like to contact the show, you'll get us at the underscore upper underscore tier on Twitter. You can also email the show, the Upper Tier Podcast on gmail.com. Um, we're joining us tonight, obviously, Darren and Mark is back, our resident referee. How are we, Mark? Cheers for having me back on, lads. Been, yeah, right. I've been I've been staying away because of all the kind of inconsistencies of the referees, so I had to take a little break for a while, you know. We've been abusing you enough on the show, you couldn't take it anymore. That's it. <laughs> well, listen, great to have you back. Darren, how are we doing, my man? I'm all good, brother Noel. I'm all good. How are good, you? Good, not too bad. Just a little bit of housekeeping, folks. As you know, we've started our own channel, The Upper Tier. So if you could head over there and drop a subscribe and hit that bell notification button on it, that would be greatly appreciated. Tonight we're doing a kind of a special show, kind of like a half-season review kind of report, Christmassy type of show, where we said we'd take a look at combined 11s. We'd look at our player of the season, flop of the season, and best and worst signing of the season. Um, so it should be an interesting show with some interesting picks. We'll start with the combined 11s. Um, Darren, you kick us off there. Don't give us them all now. We'll, just, we'll go through it like position by position. I don't know Absolutely. what formation you guys picked. I did a 3-4-3. Um, so whatever way it works out, sure we can fill in the blanks anyway. So Darren, kick us off there. Let's start in goals as only we could start with you. Yeah, so I mean... We spoke about this last night, didn't we? We did. Um, there wasn't really too many opportunities to put United players into this starting eleven or this this combined eleven. So I went with the only man that I could I could put forward from United this season. Uh, he's been in fantastic form for us, I have to say. Um, I'm going to put David De Gea forward for our number one position. Mark, was it? Give, Mark, give us your goalkeeper. Well, Darren, I hope you're playing a 4-2-2-2, two, 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 is it? Absolutely, Marky, yeah. <laughs> um, I've actually, I haven't gone for De Gea. I've actually gone for uh, Aaron Ramsdale from Arsenal. Um, obviously, you know, he's played 16 games, kept six clean sheets, pulled off that amazing save uh, against Leicester that time. But not only that, I think he's just sure things up at the back for Arsenal. Um, they need him. He's solid. He's good with his feet. And uh, he'll be there for years to come as well, you know. Yeah, I think he's responsible for nearly 15 of the points that they have at the moment. At least he's been absolutely exceptional. And and we were we were quite um, surprised when he was signed. And especially for 30 yeah. million, we were going, what the hell is yeah. this about? This even Arsenal, even Arsenal fans were thinking about that as, yeah. as well. You know, there was a lot of doubt in the minds, but I think he's yeah. proved them all wrong. Yeah, I think myself and Darren had a bit of a debate last night about it. We were talking off air and we were talking about, well, you could put in Allison or you could put in Ederson and stuff like that, but with the quality they have in front of them, yeah, exactly. they're not really worked. And when they are worked, they generally are okay. Exactly. So I, I sort of sowed the seed in Darren's mind for David De Gea as well. So I went with David De Gea as well. I know a lot of my Shankly session supporters won't be too happy with that, but I went with David De Gea on the basis that he's been exceptional and literally been man of the match for Man United literally since the start of the season in practically every game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I think it's a great choice. That I think it's safe to say, from a Noel's point of view, that's the start and the end of all the United players in the team. I believe is it absolutely. <sighs> Be careful. <laughs> the more. You know, Jorginho <laughs> doesn't play for United. You know that, Noel. Yeah. Uh, 
future Ballon d'Or winner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, let's 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 have a look at your back line. Did, what do you know? What formation you went with? Yeah, I went with a four-two-three-one. Okay, so give give us your give us your back four. Okay, so back four. Um, it was a tight call for me in the right back position. Um, I'm a big fan of both of the lads, um, Trent and Reese James. But I have to say, just and, and you know, you won't be surprised at this. I'm not a massive fan of, of what Trent does defensively. I think offensively he's phenomenal, but I think he gives away so much space in behind and he gets caught so often, you know, so far up the pitch that for me, I went with Reese James in the right back position. You better um, have Trent in your midfield, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the in my centre-back positions, um, I went for Virgil um, and I went for Diaz as opposed to Rudiger, who was the other option for me. Um, again, I kind of think Rudiger has a little mistake in him and he can be a little bit rash at times. Um, Chelsea have started to leak goals recently and uh, and he's, he's played in a lot of those games, you know, where he's just been caught out of position. Now, there could be a little bit to do with, you know, obviously the contract talks and stuff like that are, are ongoing and the situation and maybe he's taking his eye off the ball slightly, but I think Diaz has really shored up that City defence. Um, last season, obviously, he played with John Stones, looked very, very good. This season, he's in a, inside Amrick Laporte. The two of them have been so, so solid. They really have. Yeah. They've been excellent. So I went with Diaz and, and Big Virgil. And then I, I actually pushed this guy to my left back, even though he predominantly plays as a right back, um, is Joe Cancelo, because I just think he's absolutely off the charts. Um, as a footballer, he's so so good. He, you know, does he can play kind of anywhere? He can play right back. He can play left back. You've seen him play in midfield. He's got great touch. He's got a super engine. His delivery is excellent. He's got an eye for goal. I just think he's been a massive addition to the City squad. And if you look at the deal that they got him on, you know, it was um, it was Danilo plus plus cash for Cancelo. And you're, you're thinking Danilo, Stale. you know did nothing at City. Mm. So for them to, to get somebody out the door like that, get him off the way, just get Cancelo in, not break the bank on him. It was a quality bit of business. So we've gone with um I've gone with Rich James, James and Cancelo was the fullbacks. And I've gone with Big Virgil and uh Ruben Diaz as my centre backs. Great pick. Mark give us your what what formation did you go with Mark? I'm going four three three and okay. um I have three of Darren's back okay. uh four I've re- again it was between Reese and Trent I went for Reese Diaz Van Dijk but left full I went for Kieran Tierney of Arsenal um I just I, I I've always liked him it's not even this season I've liked him for a while I think he's a proper old school um fullback um. He likes a hard tackle. He likes to get stuck in, but he's good going forward as well. And um, I potentially see him as a future Arsenal captain as well, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, so. good choices. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I went with a back three, as I said. I went with a 3-4-3. Three, three. So my back three, not dissimilar to yourselves, I went with Diaz, uh, Virgil van Dijk and Rudiger. That's who I picked as my back three. Mm. Um, so Darren, kick us off then with your midfield. Yeah, I went with, with, with two in midfield. Um, I suppose the, the first option um, for me, again, another signing that City made that kind of went under the radar and everybody thought, oh, you know, he's, he's an average footballer. I think in the last 18 months we've seen how good he is. It's Rodri. He's been absolutely superb for City. Uh, he really, really has, you know, 
Um, I just think when Fernandinho kind of started to decline a little bit and City fans were looking at this position and going, how do we fill this? And obviously he brought Rodri in and he's a different type of player, but he's just shored up that midfield for them and, and given that protection to the back four, you know, um, and he's been immense for them. My, the lad I've put in along, alongside him will probably surprise you because um, I'm not a huge fan of his, but I have to give the devil his jewels. Um, he's been pretty good this season, so I'm going to put Jorginho in beside um, Rodri. And they're my, they're my two holding midfielders. One is going to play defensively, and then Jorginho is going to probably play in that double pivot, hoping out with the ball and, and just plays that little quarterback, you know? Yep. That's your, that's your midfield? That's me. That's me too. No, I can two. go to me three in front if you want, or or do you want it? You always want to have a bite. Yeah, um, no, finish it off there. Yeah, yeah finish, finish it off there if you yeah. want to. Yeah. So, so on my right side, um, the Egyptian king, Mo, Mo plays from the from the right. Been superb this season. I don't think there's a better footballer in the league at the minute. I have to say, he's been unbelievable. Um, really, really has. Um, on the left hand side, Bernardo Silva again reinvented himself a little bit at sea. You know, his work rate is phenomenal. Um, his work off the ball is just as good as his work rate on the ball. And when he gets the ball at his feet, he just glides. He's one of those players that when he moves with the ball, he moves kind of, he's so graceful with it. He, he almost moves quicker with the ball than he does without the ball. And that's kind of the really sign of a good footballer for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so effortless for him and he's been superb for City. Um, in at the 10 position, I've put Phil Foden. I just think the kid's an absolute baller. I really, really do. Um, like I know he hasn't maybe got all the game time he's wanted this season. He's obviously stepped out of line a couple of times and Pep's had to give him a little slap on the hand and stuff like that. He's popped up with a goal tonight, but it just seems like when he plays, he's part of it. He's part of goals, assists, you know, there's many match performances. And the big games, he always plays and he always shows up again, sort of a good, good footballer, you know. So we've gone with uh, Rodri and Jorginho. And then I've gone with the three in front, Salah, Foden, and Bernardo Silva. Nice. Great picks. Mm-hmm. Give us yours, Mark. Uh, midfield, I've gone for Conor Gallagher. Um, obviously, he's done a fantastic job at Palace. Right, on right from, yeah, yeah. Remember that West Ham game um, away? They were playing West Ham away. He turned that game on, on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's it's going to be difficult to see will he actually get back in the setup at Chelsea? Um, I don't know. You know the, the the strength and depth that they have, it, it'd be unlikely. Um, I've gone for Smith Rowe off Arsenal, um, as well. He's what made seventeen appearances. He's got a good few goals. Things he's got eight and seven or eight goals and a good few assists as well. But the only I know he's he hasn't played the last few games, but because Odegaard and Martinelli have been playing exceptional, mm. and they've got into a rhythm, so he's found a hair, but. Ever like all the talk was about Saka a lot, a lot of this part this season, and Smith Rowe for me kind of went under the radar. Then he burst onto the scene again, so I, I put him into my uh, into my he midfield. Scored, um, he scored from the last two subs, hasn't he? He's got yeah, a goal yeah. both substitutions, hasn't he? And I, I think he got yeah. an assist as well, a goal and assist yeah. off the bench as well. So it just shows what you can actually do, you know. Yeah. But like I said, with Odegaard and Martinelli playing there, he's just found it hard to get in, you know. Yeah. Um, and the next one I've gone for is Bowen off West Ham. Um, I think he's been exceptional for them this season. He's scored some important goals at, at you know really important times when you know 
you look at uh, Antonio, he hadn't scored in eight games, and Bowen, I think, scored in four of them, I think, or something like that. So he took a lot of the, he picked up a lot of the slack that was there. So we've gone for an M3 in midfield. Cool. Do you want to finish out your front line? Yeah. Um, I've gone for, um, it pains me to say, I've gone for Mo himself. Um, yeah, should listen. be paying you, he's exceptional. <laughs> Yeah, no, he is. He's world class. Like, there's no doubt about it. But, um, yeah, it's listen. It's self-explanatory, isn't it? Um, he's he's just lethal. The goals he scored this season. Remember that goal? It was against Brighton, or so, was it the one against City where he put the boys on the oh, back? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. an exceptional goal. He took out he took out yeah. two or three players there. Do you know what I mean? The one, just... the one, the one, be, the week before against Watford, I think. Watford, was, that's the one. Yeah, I was it was one about, after yeah. each other yeah. each week. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. at times it looks like the ball is just glued to his foot. Like it's just phenomenal. Like you know. Yeah. Um, on the other side, I've gone for it's just a lad I've I've, I've talked about in the matchup before. I've gone for Mason Mount. I've thrown him up there, um, to play. Uh, again, he's just uh, he, you know he's he's still only young. He's you know he's been involved. He's kind of been in and out a little bit, but when he's gotten his opportunity, he's taken it really well. In my opinion, and uh, he's always lively. When he has the ball, you know something's going to happen. You're um, a big fan of his, Mark, aren't you? You bring him yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a fantastic player. You know, um, because he's fearless as well. He run like you get players nowadays that want running fullbacks. He just runs at me, doesn't care, you know. And yeah. he, if you look at it, he's kind of like really. He he wins a lot of free kicks for Chelsea as mm. well. So um, I'm gone for him. And the last one, I was into him. Minds what to do? To be honest with you, um, I was going for either Dennis off Offord because for me, he's he's been some boy like but. Uh, 3.5 million from Bruges um, but I've mixed it up I, I didn't want to go for the obvious ones I'm going for a Sam Maximum off Newcastle because under Steve Bruce I thought he just flourished I thought he was unbelievable you know he's a pacey player he likes getting behind and you know he, he scores a lot of goals he's kind of it, it's, it's taking him a while to embed into uh, Eddie Howe's um, way of way of doing things but I and obviously it's unfortunately he got injured uh, uh, the other night against ourselves yeah. Well, unfortunate for Newcastle fans, we it was a lucky break for us to be honest with you. Absolutely, yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's what I've gone for him in in my front three. Interesting picks. Yeah, just had to mix it up a bit. Yeah, no, it's, just, it's interesting. So. Darren's looking at it thinking, did we set a budget like a fantasy football team or what? <laughs> <laughs> Darren's thinking, Phil Fowden, Sam Maximum. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, like I said, I just wanted to mix it up. I didn't get the no, cheat no, code good. for LMA manager, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, I'll give you mine. Um, some of them are not dissimilar, to be honest, but I went with four across the middle. Um, of course, I got Trent in there. So I didn't put him in that defensive role too much to highlight his qualities as only a good manager would do. <laughs> um, Darren, I agreed with you on Rodri, but I put Declan Rice in there with him. Um, okay. I thought it'd be a nice combination. And I went for Cancelo on the far side, not in the okay. back, but more forward. And then for my front three, of course, Mo Salah's in there. And I went with Bernardo Silva, but I put him in the middle and I put Jota to the left. Um, so I went with a front three of Mo Salah, uh, Bernardo Silva and Diogo Diogo Jota I, I was actually looking at Jota as well you know um, he, he's a really good show Jota's Jota's my my 11 player he's he's my, my one up front yeah. um, I put Jota in my, my front line consisted of Salah um, Foden Silva and Jota so two from Liverpool two from City the two best attacking teams in the league by an absolute mm. country mile yeah 
brilliant, uh, brilliant combined 11s, lads. Especially, Mark, that was an interesting one. You went into it, like, you went deep and you had a good look, like, you know, so. Yeah, I didn't waste my lunch air today, yeah. I tell you that. Yeah, me, 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 <laughs> me and Darren didn't, we didn't put a budget in place at all. We could buy the all <laughs> we wanted. You were, you were, you, you were taking I, a poor Eddie Howe and the budget uh, and all that kind they, of thing. They don't call me Tony Pulis for nothing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. l- let's get into next one, I, I suppose, player of the season. Um, Darren, you you take us on that one. I mean, it, it's self-explanatory. I presume the Travers are probably just going to agree, are we? If we don't agree, there's something wrong. Like you know, um, there's only one way. There's Can't only, be Sam Maximum. There's only <laughs> there's only one way to go with this. You know, he's uh, been unbelievable. Uh, really has. Um, you know, as Mark said earlier, it pains me. But you know, Salah is at the minute. I don't think there's an argument that he's not the best player on the planet right now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, and that's that's not something I, I enjoy saying, but. It's the truth, and you can't argue with the truth at times, can you? Yeah, absolutely. You agree, Mark Mousal? Ah, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Hmm. Um, let's go then. Flop of the season, and if you want, I know this is a tough one, um, because you do have to look at this one. I I picked two, um, and I couldn't really split them. Um, one of them I think might surprise you, but it depends. Uh, Mark, you kick us off. Give us your give us your flop of the season, or if you want to give us two, you can give us two if you're stuck. Well, the, for the flop of the season, um, I kind of went on like a player, like a player that was the expectation of him coming into the club was unbelievable, and he just hasn't done it. And it's our L, Mister Niguez himself, um, San Niguez coming in, all the hype about him. You know, we talked about him the mashup so many times. You know, we spoke about his performances in the La Liga and the Champions League, and he's come in and he's done absolutely nothing. Like you know, so you have him as your worst signing, I presume, is it? Yeah, yeah, sorry, the worst, the worst signing. signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. the flop of the season. So Our, the flop of the season, I was going to give it to RL centre half, um, slab headed himself. Okay, interesting. That, Darren, give us your give us your flop of the season, or if you want to give us two. Yeah, I suppose when when you look at this, obviously we talk about the signing, uh, the, the best signing and the worst signings, but the flop is maybe somebody who you expect a little more of week to week that maybe been in the league and stuff like that yeah. for quite a while, you know. Mm. Um, I thought there was quite a few candidates. I think Mark has hit the nail on the head, though. I think Maguire has been absolutely dreadful this season. He really, really has. Um, you know, again... It's not something to take joy in, but I mean, we expect so much. He's England centre half. He's he's United captain and stuff like that. You know, he he'd gone into the summer with a with a good vein of form and stuff like that. We obviously missed him towards the back end of the season with the Europa and stuff like that. But since he's come back from the summer, he's just looked like a fish out of water. Um, he's been troubled week on week. There's been calamity errors left, right, and centre. You know, at times I felt like it was Phil Jones in the skies. I was just thinking, is there something going wrong here? Like this guy. Looked a footballer, he looked assured of himself. Um, he looked like he had you know the ability to communicate with the guys around him and the goalkeeper and stuff like that. And now, all of a sudden, he just looks like somebody's been dropped into the middle of a team, doesn't know anything about the guys around him, mm-hmm. doesn't know this kind of tactical formation or anything like that. That that the team is trying to play, and he's just been so so poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a good shout. Um, I, I went with two that I, I kind of couldn't, um separate um, two guys one that I would expect to always perform really really well and at a high level um, but you know who I'm talking about because his head was turned a bit in the summer 
um, a man who was seeking to go elsewhere and get silverware, Harry Kane, who I think so far has had a pretty poor season up till the last week or two. I think prior to this week or last week, he's had one goal in the league or something like that, which yeah, is yeah. shocking for Harry Kane. Mm. A guy who you would expect week on week to be at least a goal in every two games minimum. Yeah, so I, I thought that. And the other one I put in there was a guy who I thought was really going to kick on based on the signings that came into the club. And it's your own club that I'm talking about, about you boys. Bruno Fernandes. I expected huge things from Bruno Fernandes this season. And I just think he's been absolutely shocking. Um, I thought with Ronaldo going in there as well, I thought that really would have opened him up in terms of pushing him onto that next level. I know last year he was exceptional at times and driving the team on and playing that yeah. captain role and all that kind of stuff. And I thought with the quality of Varane coming in and Ronaldo and Jaden Sancho and all that, this guy would have just springboarded into stardom. And yeah. he, has, he has dropped back into really nothing, to be honest. Um, yeah, so no, they, they were the two I put in for flop of the season. I was going to say, I think we had high hopes, you know, I know it was only Leeds, but his hat-trick on the first day of the season, but it's just been downhill since that, hasn't it, really? Yeah, um, can I just Can I just make an honour up a mention for flop of the season? I did yeah. pick Maguire, but I also just scribbled down uh, Aubameyang as well off Arsenal. Uh, I oh, think yeah. his, his antics on and off the pitch have just been, you know, the, he, he got away with it a little bit last season, but, you know, there's, there's no way he... Um, he deserved to keep the captaincy and, and the way he was going on. Yeah. You know, some, sometimes if he's performing on the pitch, it's kind of swept under the rug a bit, but he hasn't been even doing that at that time just this season as well. So yeah. I'll give him an honourable mention. Yeah, great show. Great um, show. Absolute brilliant show. Actually, I mean, he could be one that you'd put up top of the list, really, in terms mm. of a guy who you would have expected to be right up there, you know? Yeah, see, Is I think... I, I only, sorry for coming across you. Not at all. I, I think I only went for Harry because I watch him week in, week out. You know, that's the way where I won't deal with with Aubameyang, you know? Mm. I think yeah. the I think the scary scary thing is, you know, you couldn't really argue about any of the four of those, could you? Mm, no. I mean, no. you've got the two Harrys, Kane and Maguire. You've mm. got Aubameyang and you've got Bruno Fernandes. Mm. Like, any of those four, you could quite conceivably give the award to flop of the season so far to couldn't you really you know yeah there are four players who you expect to be world class absolutely who have absolutely fallen by the wayside and and it's it's it, you know it's just I, I, even as a Liverpool fan I'm so disappointed in the development of Bruno Fernandez at United I can't believe the drop off it's unbelievable like um it's the Ronaldo get, effect isn't it it is yeah, yeah it absolutely. is yeah. and and then you wonder if the Harry Maguire thing is the Varane effect well, I mean, the, the, if you look at how stifled Fernandez looks when he plays our Portugal as well, mm-hmm. because he doesn't necessarily play into the fact of having a striker like that. Like he plays as a ten, he plays where he's trying to create, but score. He's, every time he picks up the ball outside the box, he's looking to take a shot, get a shot off. You haven't seen that in the last yeah. few weeks. You haven't seen him driving forward, picking up the ball in areas, looking to create, looking to score. Everything's been very slow, and and every time mm-hmm. he gets the ball, he looks for his mate Ronaldo. And if, the, if, if it's not on, he's kind of sulking in here like, Jesus, it's, yeah. it's yeah. a massive step backwards. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's get into best signing. Darren, best signing so far this season? Uh, Ramsdale, 100%. Absolute country mine. Um, and I think, you know, obviously we spoke last night about Ramsdale and De Gea. Um, my, my heart put De Gea into the team earlier on, just yeah. so we had a representative. But my head was Ramsdale. He's been unbelievable since he's come in. Yeah. Um, I didn't foresee it myself, I have to be honest. 
I thought he was a good goalkeeper, but I thought the fee was, you know, was was quite big for for what they were getting. And I thought, you know, Bernd Leno wasn't a massive issue at Arsenal. I didn't necessarily see him taking over the one number one role so quickly. Um, and obviously after the international break, they changed. Uh, they went with Ramsdale and stuff like that after they had a the couple of defeats. And they, they changed things around. And since then, he's just been outrageous. Like he's literally been a human highlight reel for about 17 games where, yeah, nice. you know, you could you could mash up his saves, you know, over the last 16, 17 games. And, you know, the, the tape you'd have would be absolutely outrageous. You know, it really, really would. Yeah, I, th- I think the Travers as well are affection in terms of goalkeepers and stuff like that. I think when he makes a great save and the way he gets up and he celebrates like a striker scoring a goal and he's slapping the head off lads in the back line and all. Yeah. And it's just, it's fabulous to see. And it's, it's uh, brilliant. I remember he was having a laugh with the Leicester fans when he was taking the yeah. goal kick and all. It's yeah. great to see. Like he has yeah. character and he has a yeah. personality. But uh, yeah, no, I'd agree with you. He's, he's my, mm. he, I have him down as my uh, top sign him as well. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Great choice. Worst signing? Well, I mentioned mine there earlier <laughs> on. You know, yeah. won't be too happy to hear about it. Yeah, it's a great shout. In fairness, absolute great shout. And in fairness, it's not too bad because they only have them on loan, so they can pack them off in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and I, th- I think it's an interesting one as well because when when Chelsea did did bring him in on loan, we thought that was a great bit of business. Mm. He's a decent Absolutely. player. And was yeah. very good at Atletico for a long time, you know. So it was surprising that he came in and he's he just hasn't adjusted at all. Um, Darren, give us your worst signing. Yeah, so I mean, I would have spoken about this guy quite a bit last season on the mashup. Um, and I know we spoke about where he was going to end up because obviously he was leaving Southampton and we knew he was leaving Southampton and there was big shouts, maybe he was on his way to Spurs and then he was on his way to City and all of a sudden he ended up at Aston Villa. I just think Danny Ings has been woeful. Mm. Absolutely woeful. For a guy that we come to expect a level from for the first half of the season anyway, he's been miles off that level. He really, really has. You know, I know he's there was COVID issues and there was injuries and stuff, but I mean his returns as a everything is just way down on where it should be for a guy like Danny Ings. He's a very, very good footballer mm. and he's a great finisher. He's he's kept Southampton in the Premier League for the last couple of seasons almost single-handed you know and we see how yeah. difficult they're finding it without him mm. um, so it was Danny Ings for me yeah I don't think there's any doubt on his quality I think he went through a tough time no. as well with Dan Smith chopping and changing constantly all the time and then you'd Bailey in and out of the team with injury and stuff like that when they was kind of in and out as well and it was there was no real structure there and as you said Mark Darren I think you mentioned it a week or two ago on the show how himself and Ollie Watkins are very alike and it's one or the other it's not both and yeah. they were trying to fit the two in as well so one was getting a little bit lost um, so I, th- I think it's a, I think there's no doubt if he if he was in a proper formation or something like that you'd see the better of Danny Ings there's no doubt his quality mm. in his finish and especially you've seen the last year Southampton but yeah, yeah. good show um, the one I put in was um, I looked hard at this one to see you know who's out there who did I have high expectations from who was coming in you know a lot of money paid big reputation um, coming in as the superstar signing of the summer and the, the guy I put in there, and I've been very disappointed in him, um, who was a goal machine and an assist machine in the Bundesliga, Jaden Sancho, who I thought was going to be absolutely massive, was going to come into United and set the Premier League absolutely alight. 
Um, and it's not necessarily down to him as well. I think there was issues there with Solskjaer as well. There was issues there in terms of formation and all that kind of stuff. And we know United has gone through a bit of upheaval and all that kind of stuff. And Ranić's coming in. But I think I think even under, if you look at the three or four games he's played, even under Ranić, at times he's been found wanting as well. Um, I think if you looked at him the other night, he just looked really, really lost. Um, Darren, don't know what you're, what you're thinking on that. Am I harsh? Am I... Uh, yeah, I think it's harsh enough. Um, I think it's harsh enough. If I'm honest, mm. um, I would have had Jack Grealish ahead of it, ahead of him. Um, yeah. for for the hundred million City paid for Grealish, um, he's barely scratched his arse so far, mm. and he's a guy who's played in the league week in week out for the last few years. You know, um, he's a guy, you know, City must have expected massive things from, and so far, he has not delivered. Mm. So I, I personally think, you know. You're, you're being a little bit harsh on Sancho. Um, yeah, Sancho hasn't had the game time. He hasn't started no, consistently. He hasn't, but when, he, when he's come on, he, you know, you see the other night when they were playing the ball out to him, Maguire's trying to play that diagonal pass out to him. He looks yeah. lively when he gets on the ball. Yeah, he did. Um, I, I, when Noel when Noel mentions me how disappointed he was in them in the Newcastle game, I thought, you know what, he only came on at half time and mm. he certainly wasn't the worst player on the pitch. No, no. You know? Um I thought he looked to try and create, and I thought he was lively at times. But again, yeah, I suppose I, I suppose I'm just comparing him to, I'm comparing him to the player that I watched last year in the Bundesliga, who was absolutely unplayable. Like and, but don't don't him. forget Noel as well. He had the summer from hell, missing that penalty uh, for England during the during the Euros. There, he got a lot of abuse over the summer on social media. And I've spoken about this before. A lot of people are feeling sorry for Saka and Rashford and all, but mm. he he was that third player, and no one gave him that kind of sympathy as well, you know. Yeah. And 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 the even bigger issue for me is, I mean, first of all, he's come from Germany, which you know, outside of maybe Dortmund and Bayern, we know the level drops off in comparison to the Premier League, mm. you know, and um, we know the level outside of those top two, three teams, even if we're pushing it. Yeah. Is, is a lot lower in comparison to the Premier League but the other thing is show me somebody who's not going to look good next to Haaland because you can put any sort of a ball in that box mm. and all of a sudden it goes down as an assist because he's managed to do something with it where yeah. you know when you're putting balls into the box at United and somebody's not getting on the end of it all of a sudden you know you don't have those statistics to back up what you're doing you know um, I'm certainly not saying by any stretch of the imagination he's been wonderful, mm. but I I don't think he's been as bad as some of the other lads out there. I've got to say. Yeah, I, suppo- um, I suppose when you look at the expectation in terms of he's in there and you have Cavani, you have Ronaldo, you have Rashford, you have Greenwood, you have all these players in there that that are really, really, really good players. There's no doubt about it. And then you put him into that mix there as well. And I just, I just thought in terms of the wave of expectation when he came in, I thought it was really, really big. I mean, he was, you know, United's marquee signed. I know Ronaldo came in kind of at the death and sort of stole the, the, the thunder really as the prodigal son coming home and that type of thing, you know. But when you look at Sancho going in there and you think about him linking up with Ronaldo, Bruno, all these different players, I just think my expectation would have been a lot higher. And I know there's a drop-off in the Bundesliga. 
when you step out of Dortmund and Bayern and stuff like that. But we've seen in the past, we've also brought in some decent players at times from Leipzig and stuff like that through the through the um the league. Um, but yeah, I just that was my my expectation was just up here really in terms of Jaden Sancho. I expected him to be that star, and as you, I mean, you rightly said. I mean, maybe he hasn't had the game time that he should have, and then you have to ask yourself why. You know why hasn't he had the game time that he should have had? You know, it's funny how Salah was your player of the year, Bruno was your flop of the year, and Sancho was your worst signing. No, I had no, I had Harry Kane in there as well. In fairness, now. Get out that, will you? And and I changed my goalkeeper to De Gea. So get out of there, will you? <laughs> he had, had Solskjaer's manager of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't Donny, do, we actually didn't Van de Beek was a 12th man as well. Yeah. <laughs> Donny Van de Beek's lucky he wasn't in this transfer window. <laughs> well, he actually jotted down the manager of the year, put David Moyes down. I think he's done fantastic for West Ham this season. Yeah. I think so. Um, I never even, I never even thought of it really, but I suppose you know, Mar- uh, Darren, who would you put in manager of the year so far? Only one manager of the year, lads. Pep. Pep is a genius. City are just snowballing teams mm. at the minute. Um, he hasn't got Mark, a recognized. Mark striker. again is working off the football manager budget Mark, there Mark as well. Still, Mark likes <laughs> the old bargain basement. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, I, was, I was, I was explaining that to Darren. Mark, you're a big Blackpill fan. Darren was watching Blackpill tonight. Yeah, Blackpool Middlesbrough, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. nil all day when I seen it last. Middlesbrough beat them 2-1. Was it 2-1? Yeah. Oh. yeah, I missed out on... Uh, I did a little accumulator earlier on. I had uh, Ben Burton, Diaz, um, Romelu Lukaku, Phil Foden, all scored. And I was waiting on a, a Blackpool boy, Jerry Yates. Jerry Yates, for about, yeah. For about 630 quid. Oh, and uh, he, yeah. didn't get on, he didn't get on the score sheet, unfortunately. He was scored from tonight, Darren, did you see? Uh, Shane Lavery Lavery yeah he scores a few as well yeah nice. yeah Jerry Yates is always a good first time goal scorer but yeah must, absolutely must, must put the old Blackpool bets into the beat the bookie now of a, of a Friday <laughs> stretch me I'd have to go all the way down through the bookies to get the odds and all as it is yeah, right super seaside we don't we don't make it easy for you you want to be careful. You two will have to start doing a championship episode or something yeah, right. like that. Or, you know, you are such a you are in love with that championship, no matter what's going on. Um, well, lads, listen, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, our first kind of out of the box kind of show, if you like, on the new channel, the upper tier out there on YouTube. So head over there, give us all the support you can. Um, also, drop your combined 11s into the comments. Let us know what your combined 11 was. Are we crazy? Mark went for Sam Maximum. I just want to reiterate that. So if you have any Listen. comments and related to that, when he when Mark, when you were calling them out, I was looking at Darren's face and it was just priceless. When I, I, like said, I just wanted to mix it I up. Think he's, I think he's only played about six games this season. <laughs> I th- he's played more than that. What, I haven't written down. I don't think he that. has. But now he's, he, it's it's the potential that he has as well, man. He's just now, like I said, he's seen it against. I suppose it's not too bad when you're looking at him chasing against Harry Harry Maguire. Um, but yeah, and no, I was just said to mix it up, lads. Just there. Uh, maybe know, maybe maybe United might swap Martial for him or something in the in the transfer yeah. window. Make his all. How up. much of a win would that be? Oh, <laughs> oh, that is like swapping your shoe for corn beef, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus, brilliant! Oh, yes. oh, oh god! Yeah, I'm just, telling just, you, just to make your even even happier, Man City just had a goal this allowed, thank God. Um, yeah. But man, a pleasure as always, and we will talk to you again real soon. <laughs>